0: Okay, Abhay Sai, we're holding Malchus. We're holding Malchus. It's been an interesting journey, this this learning the Sphidus and the Midas. The Midas. Sphidus is used in that, in that term as well. Sphidus is the Kabishmaya. The Abish, the Sphidus, right? But by a person it's called Midas. I'm sorry. I heard Sphidus, i was very Sphidus, Sphidus. <laughs> I'm learning Gemara. What do you want from me? The- what yeah. Pedek are you learning? Pedek It speaks all about if there's a fetus found inside a calf, yes. depending on the time. It's called a calf. Why a fetus? The Words the Gemara the- uses. No, because the fetus not. Fetus would be if it's like not viable. Uh-huh. So no, it could be, could be not viable. It could be not That's what it, it's not the case is. When the shirt gores the cow, is it. We went through each one of the seven midas, and what we tried to do by each one of the seven midas is go through them twice. The first time we went through each of the seven midas, we defined the primary midah, which is the second word, as a paula. When you say chesed, shabba chesed, the key word is the second chesed, because the first word is a qualifier, is an interpreter of the second word. When you say netzach, sheba netzach, the key word is the second word, netzach, right? So we went through each one of the seven midas twice. The first time we went through each one of the seven midas, the second word was a paula, the act of kindness, right? Shebe as it's qualified by the emotion of chesed. Chesed, the emotion, which was an act of kindness. And we did this with all seven midas. And the second thing we tried to do was explain that both words are emotions. That the second word is also a regesh, the feeling of love, of connection. And chesed. chesed, means the emotion of kindness within kindness. And, chesed and, and the point that we made throughout this journey has been that if you go in the model that the primary meter, which is the second word, is an action, and the secondary meter, which is the first word, is an emotion, if you go in that mahalach, you see the iker, you see the parulah. You see the act of kindness, the act of exactitude, the act of compassion or joy, the act of determination, the act of stubbornness, the act of connectivity, and the act of malchus. On the other hand, if you go in the other model, that the primary word is also a feeling, right? It's also a feeling, it's the other way around. You feel chesed, but because you feel chesed, you show with symptom. And so on. And you see the secondary emotion. So we observe that when you create these two ways of explaining the 49 midas, If the primary word is a paula, You see the primary and the secondary is hidden. But if the primary word is an emotion, You see the secondary. Now when I got to Malchus, this was all very complicated. Why? Because we explained Malchus itself in two ways. We explained Malchus as an emotion. And if Malchus is an emotion, it's the emotion of a Reimemus, of being exalted, feeling removed from people. This is already already our third class on Malchus. We spent a lot of time explaining this on Malchus. Or we explained that Malchus simply means action. Or as we discussed yesterday, I think... Kabbalah sale, Kabbalah sale. Did we talk about Kabbalah sale yesterday or not? i really here. Not really. We didn't, I spoke in, the, 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 the Shegah and women. It a little bit. But, but I spoke, I'm teaching the women, this happens to be Baj Pratis. practice. I'm teaching the women, Tanya paid a gimel, so we're learning a lot of the same things. But <coughs> I didn't speak about it here. So, when you talk about Malchus, you have two ways of explaining Malchus. Number one, Malchus is the feeling of being removed. And number two, Malchus the idea of doing an action. So that means that we now have to explain Malchus four times. Why? Cuz we have to explain right Khashachab Malchus, shabba Malchus, the Shabamalchus, Malchus, Shabamalchus, sachab Malchus, Malchus, and Malchus Shabba Malchus. So when the first klolos dig away, the second word is a pula. But there's two ways of explaining what that pula is. Is Malchus an act of removal? And yesterday we discussed this at length. Is Malchus an act of being separated? So then Chesed Malchus means that because you're separated from somebody else, you give him Chesed. Or Malchus means because you're separated from somebody else, you give him exactitude, judgment, and so on. Or that Malchus is a Peula. So if Malchus is a Peula, it's very simple. That the, the act that I'm doing, whatever that act is, is motivated by Chesed, or motivated by Gevudah, or motivated by Teferes, and so on. Which is what we did yesterday. So today we would have to do it twice more. Why? Because today we're going to read Visit Malchus. And this time we're going to talk about Malchus as an emotion, as the feeling. The feeling of Reimamus. In other words, yesterday's class was that the primary word, which is the second word, is a mice. And there's two ways of understanding that maise. A, the mice of his Reimamus. B, stamamamais. Today we have to talk about the regesh, the emotion. So we should talk about it twice more. The first time we should talk about the emotion of the Reimimus of Malchus. And the second, we talk about the emotion where Malchus is simply a pa'ula. Only problem is where Malchus is simply a pa'ula. There's no regesh. There's no regesh. So this is what today's conversation is about. So let's go to it. In other words, I, I reviewed it, right? I brought you a little bit into the Indian. Let's go to it. Okay, there is an emotion called malchus. And we discussed in the previous classes that the emotion of malchus is rare. Only a king has it because of the principle of Ein melech belei am. The emotion of malchus you can't call out of yourself. When you call the emotion of malchus out of yourself, it's called Gaiva. True malchus has to be called out by others. But may zeh, even though real Rememus, real maluche doesn't exist in most people, but then, as in a small way, we have the concept of feeling above others. Feeling above others. If you're an adult amongst children, there is in a certain aspect a feeling of aboveness. A teacher in a classroom is supposed to be a little bit aloof. Which is pachosha, which is in a microcosmic way, in a borrowed way, in an imprecise way, in an exact way, the feeling of Rehmamus. So there are, there's a relationship that's based on the emotion of separation there's a relationship that's based on the emotion of separation in other words my involvement with you is not based on what I have in common with you but what I'm different you know the best example for that would be a real shliach you know shluchem go on shlichus and it's a very tricky thing it's tricky even for the shliach and for the shlucha and it's doubly tricky for the shliach and the shluchas' children why? because the entire foundation of Shlichus is Ahava Sisro. Shlichus works because you literally care. You're not not fooling people. You know, you can fool some of the people some of the time. You can't fool all of the people. If a person successfully is makar of other people, it's only because he genuinely or she genuinely cares about them. And at the same time, the, the separation between the shliach and the people, the big makarif, has to be there. It has to be there because you're not in their world. You know, when I was a bachat, and I remember shluchim talking with their people about television shows. I was a teenager. It really bothered me deeply. It bothered me deeply. It bothered me deeply because I felt like it was, it was antithetical to what the shliach says. And now I don't know what's right and wrong. That particular shliach who I'm, I'm imagining, imagining him, i I'm, remember I'm, I'm talking about televisions. The only way you can talk to your Balabatam are televisions if you watch them. And it's not exactly appropriate for a shliach to watch television. It's certainly not appropriate for a shliach to watch television and discuss the television, especially since he invited a half a million bochrem to sit at the Shabbos table, and then you're discussing the television show, because one or two or three or four or ten of your Balabatam are there also. But besides getting past the idea that he had no business watching television, knowing the shows, the idea is when you're are you Makar of a person when you go down to their level? Shli'ch is a very difficult endeavor because, you know, the Rebbe always says, Makar von le you're not Makar of a You have to bring them close to the Teyda, not the Teyda close to them. And every Shli'ch has a different method. And honestly, I'm in no position to judge any Shli'ch. Because in my humble opinion, every shliach, every shliach, every shliach is about Mesides Nefesh. There's no such thing as easy shlichas. And anybody thinks so, is living in a a fantasy world, in an angry, dark place. Every shlich is a Mercedes Nefesh. And any guy who went on shlichas could have gone into business and done better for himself. Because of course, they have a lot of charisma and a lot of creativity and a lot of talent and a lot of social skills. They could have used those if you're working for the Rebbe, you're you're a hero. There's no question about it. But there's different types. Some shluchim do it by being very, on the same level as their people. And we can have the argument until the cows come home about success. You know, those people do it. They have greater numbers. They have, they're more liked, but they don't change people as much. Then you have chassidish shluchim who they speak with an accent and they don't know how to spell their name and they make palet Chuva, yeah? But they don't reach as many people. It's a... a it's, it's very complicated. And the Ebi is the balabas of the world. The Rebbe is the balabas of Shlichus. And I'm not judging. I'm simply observing. But there's certainly a component in Shlichus. And I know this from the Shluchim's children. That when you're raised as a Shlichus child, you, you're a member of the community and you hang out with the boys and girls your own age. But there's a malchus. There's a separation between you and them. Period. There's an absolute mechitzah. And it's not just that you don't eat the food they eat, you don't participate in all the games they play, and you don't join them when they talk nivel pair. But there's an emotional distance. In other words, the shliach in himself is taka very involved with the people, and he's very mechad of the people. He really, really cares about the people. She really cares about the people. You can't change people's lives. you can't do anything unless you really care about them. But you're separate. There's no question. You're connected and you're involved and you're separate. And it's an emotion of separation. Not an emotion of I don't care about you, not an emotion of this is all me taking advantage of you. An emotion of I need to change you, but you're not going to change me. Remember, the Rebbe once spoke like after Pesach. He starts speaking right after Pesach. So the Rebbe said, this is a ksidish, it's a chabadin, viniflin. We don't ageshate. You have to change the whole world. But there remains always a v'neflinu. There are certain things that are ours. You know, they're for a for anash, for tmimim, viniflino, upgished, bazundid, separated, v'neflinu, separate. And this is an emotion. So I am saying that if you want to find an example in real life, and this is not real meluch, because real meluch is only by a melech, and by a melech has to be an am. If you want to find an example of this, in I think this is this aspect where a shliach is involved in a kehilach and he loves his people and he's mashpi on the people and the people love him. The emotional drive is, I'm a chassid. And I draw my strength from someplace else. In other words, a shliach and shlichis doesn't draw Kayach from the shlichis. If he draws koyach from the shlich, Faket, he's close to the people. He draws the koyach from someplace else. And his relationship to here, his relationship to the people, is my ability to change these people, my ability to be mashpi on this kihilo is based on the fact that I'm removed from them. What removes me from them? That I'm connected to the Rebbe. Be'emes. So there's an, you can make the case that at least for some shluchim, for many shluchim, the emotional context of the effectiveness of shlichis, you're so involved with the people, the regesh you feel inside is distance. Not gaive, Distance. You know, in order to go on shliches, yeah, you have to have an enormous amount of emunah. Right? The easiest part of the emunah of shlichas is the emunah that you're able to make a living. That people actually are going to give me money to build a shul. And the kindergarten, here,. The more difficult Os is the Amuna that you can change people. You can't meet to people who are Americans. In some cases, they're Nebuch assimilated two generations, three generations, four generations, five generations, six generations. You have a generation of Jews who doesn't even have a conscience about marrying a goy. We're not talking about they won't do it. They don't even know there's a reason not to. They have no concept. 50 years ago a Jewish boy and Jewish girl heard from his parents, don't marry a goy. But the parents didn't really believe that the kids were going to listen. And when the kids married out, the parents, they came to the weddings. 70 years ago, parents told their kids, don't marry a goy. And if the kid married a goy, they ostracized him. Today, the parents don't even know there's such a concept. And the children, it's so terribly assimilated, it's so tragic. And you come to such a place... Right, you're not trying to make a living. Trying to make a living, also, but you're trying to change them. You have to have so much faith in you, in a Jewish neshama. Why should they be changed by you? In order for you to change them, you need to have a deep inner amuna in the in the in the infinity of a Jew, the infinity of a Yiddish neshama, and to believe that you're in a position to affect a change in those people. That's how it works. That deep emuna comes from the rabbi. That deep emuna is a rememus. That deep emuna means I am connected to something higher that allows me to believe that I can come to this place and effect a change in those people. So you could make the case that if you're looking for a mushal for feeling malchus, I think it's a very good example, It's shlichus. The truth is, it's trova malamed, it's trova rashishiv, it's trova rov, anybody, in the real world, we know this, in the real world there have to be borders. We talked about this yesterday in the class I gave you. But yesterday we focused on actions of borders. Now we're speaking about emotions of borders. Right? The Gemara says, so If you want to have effective relationships, there have to be laws, there have to be rules. And those rules say, I can't do anything and I can't be, I can't do everything and I can't be everywhere. There's limits, everything has to have limits. A relationship without limits is, is bound for failure. A teacher is not his students' friends. I know this from experience. A teacher is a student's teacher. And there's a distance, a separation. That separation creates the context for, for, uh, for the relationship to work. It's very simple. The relationship works because there is a separation. Yeah. But in Maluchet's regish. The emotion of being above. A guy goes on shlichus. What's the engine that drives him? The engine that drives him is Rebbe. And the Rebbe is makif. Not chastashon makif, not involved, But Rebbe's makif means he raises you up. I have a friend who's a shlich in Florida. And he's an effective shlich, he's a successful shlich. So he told me a maiseh. Well, it was in the paper. And after, I saw it in the paper, paper, I saw it online. So I came over to him. That there was a, a few years ago, a very, very famous company that does statistics uh, did a uh, study on Jews in America. Statisticians, the people who do... Surveys. Surveys. There's another word. That I'm not gonna, so they did a survey, uh, they did a study of American Jews. And the conclusions of the survey were that the largest segment of Jewish people is reform, conservative, orthodox, and everybody's losing. That was the nekuda. The reform fr- the are losing, the conservative are losing. And, and they counted congregations basically how many... Buildings they have. There's, there's so many hundreds of Reform congregations. There's so many hundreds of conservative congregations. There are thousands of Stieblach. I mean, the idea, whatever they have, their skewed ways of doing this. So what's the name of that company? It's a very, very famous Gallup poll. A poll. It's called the Word of is poll. I don't know if it was Gallup or it was another one, Pew or something like that. Ah. Huh? Yeah, another one's Pew. So it's Pew did a poll, and the, the conclusions were very dismal. Now, of course. It's so biased. It's so biased because from Jews are going to the schools day after day and there are tens of thousands. There are hundreds of thousands at this point. And it doesn't reflect that. It reflects officialdom. You know, if you're a member of dues. So an Asha Torah rabbi wrote an article. An Asha Torah rabbi wrote an article. And the, the article was how can you do a survey of American Jews and not include the Chabad Jew? And then he pre- presents the Chabad Jew. It's so powerful. He says, you want to know where all the Jews who are not going to the temples are? They're in Chabad houses. And you want to know why? Two reasons. Number one, nobody's ju- no one's charging them uh, tuition. Number two, no one's judging them. No one's making their foot into a box. And they can do it to whatever they want. But number two, they're given something Substantive. And they go there because it's meaningful and because it works and because it's uplifting. V'chuli, v'chuli, v'chuli. This is the, uh, it's Kvaldik. So I went over to my friend, Moshe Mayer, I was shocked. They're supposed to be our enemies. This has misnagged him. So he told me that in the small towns, shatora people either become fraya or become Lubavitch. The, the, in other words, the rabbi and Rabbin, they're just like us, they're young kids. Nobody with a family of eight children is going to a place where there's no yeshiva. Only Lubavitches do that. Any place in the world. You know, this is their problem. They, they, people on a resume make some nefesh, you know. People for Eish, they get paid a salary from here. Uh, which means, you know, they have to deal with, the, the, the financials are centralized. And in Chabad, the finances are decentralized. That's why Chabad is so successful. In other words, labavitch Shloch make money locally amongst not from people. Yeah? And he, and they don't stay forever. Why? Because as soon as the kids reach a certain age, they worry about Chinuch. And the reason he says Eish people in small towns... Either, some of them fight with Chabad he says but many of the Pashat can't stay from why? you have no support and how does the Shliyach stay from? he has support what's his support? the Lubavitcher Rebbe not the not the Shlichus convention not the Kinnus the Shluchim the Rebbe Gimel Ta'am Hazahin The Rebbe is the Rebbe and it raises them up and in the heart of the shliach, that is a regesh of Reimamus you know Shlichus isn't perfect but if you think about the numbers of shluchim that have nebach gone off the way, it's insignificant. It's remarkable. And even the shluchim's children, we don't begin to appreciate the enormity of the miracle. Because it's so hepachateva. These are people living in flyer kehilas. Fry a kilos where nothing is easy—not a piece of bread, not a piece of cheese, not a piece of meat, not a cup of milk, not a glass of wine, not a dish garnished. And by and large, there's matzliach. It's me. It's push the It's the Rebbe's keichel. There's a pitava. This is impossible to explain. What I want to talk to—this uh, is not an advertisement for shlichis, although it is an advertisement for shlichis, I want to talk about the feel. The shliach feels uh, up higher. And that's real the power. A shliach succeeds with his kehila, with ahava and with chesed, and with patience, and with tolerance, and with acceptance. But in the heart of the shliach, there's a sense of, it's not a gaiva, it's really not a gaiva. It's I'm removed. I live here, I'm not here. He feels in his heart, she feels in her heart, their children feel in their hearts that they're separate from the people around them. And when you have shluchim, whose kids... Do this, but don't feel it. In other words, they act separate, but they don't feel in their hearts that they're hired. In other words, they don't have that pride. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It only works if it's not only a pu'ula of Reimimamus, but it's a regish of Reimamus. So this sets up this, the, today's conversation yeah? that malchus means feeling removed. Malchus means feeling removed, the emotion of being involved in a situation that separates me from my environment, and that's my ability to influence my environment. So, what's Chesed of Malchus? Chesed of Malchus means that on the basis of the feeling of being removed, there is a pool of kindness. So, you see the kindness, you see the love, you see the embracing, you see the including. The mock of shadish of that Chesed is Malchus. Is the Ufka the exaltedness, is the upliftedness. It's a feeling in one's heart. So now the key emotion is the second one, right? It's chesed malchus, malchus, tfedat chabba malchus. But you don't see the remamus, because the ramamas is covered over. You see the chesed. And now that is a gvuda malchus. What's gvura? Gvuda is a deeper emotion. Right? People who you know better. People who you know better, you're not just kind to you, instruct. You teach. You even criticize. So gvura is the emotion of exactitude, right? That's my English translation of the word gvura It's the emotion of exact exactitude means when you feel out a situation in a discriminating way, not just everything is good. It's not everything is good. There's a right and a wrong. You can't always say. But gevura Malchus is when you, from your place of reymamus, your place of height, find yourself in a position where you are able. To be emotionally critical of a maimed and to communicate that, so the the mecabal, the mushpa is experiencing the regesh of reymamus, the feeling. I'm sorry, the regesh of gevura, but the pnimius of that gevura is this reymamus that you feel above. You meet shluchim. I spent this pesach with a guy who's on Shluchis for fifty years. It's it's amazing. It's unbelievable. You know what's unbelievable? The maser to it's, it's just mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. A person takes his entire life and he's talented and he's intelligent and he's learned and he's capable and gives it away to the Rebbe. Gives it away to the Rebbe. The Rebbe wants I should be in this town and be involved with freier people and concern myself with comments out of It's mind-blowing. It's really mind-blowing. And you meet a guy He's in the 70s in a Shli'ch, his whole life. Yeah? And you sit and get fabreng with him. He's a boss of a dumb. And you look at him, I'm thinking about this is Pashtalakus. He looks like a person, he talks like a person. But you think about what this guy's been through, what this guy has given of himself and of his family and of his wife and of his children to serve the Rebbe. It's just, it, it freaks me out. It's amazing. Posh, it becomes their life, right? has 50 years. There's <laughs> no longer thinking, oh, woe is me, I could have been a Rosh I could have been a Rosh I could have been a Rav. I could have been a Chvesh It becomes your life, but it's still amazing. And it's always true that their ability to be Mashpia and their community is because they're always a part. So what would be Tefedeh Shabbat Malchus? Tefedeh Malchus would mean that this feeling of removal, separation, the emotion of being separate from your environment allows you to have compassion, to have or to have Simcha, based on the two models that we explained to Ferris when we discussed the Ferris. In other words, when you feel another person's situation and the situation is bad, you feel Rachamim. When you actually feel what another person is feeling, Bashar Sham, as we discussed earlier, Bariches, and it's a good situation, you feel Simcha. Correct? Then comes Netzach What's Netzach Shebemalchus? Netzach Malchus means that from the place of distance, sometimes you have to be assertive, sometimes you have to be aggressive, sometimes you have to use fight. And of course the key to understanding Midas HaNetzach is that it's as the kamida. Midas HaNetzach fights. But Midas HaNetzach is not fighting because it's carrying around the cause. Because if you fight and you carry around the cause, it's very hard to fight if you're always remembering why you're fighting. When a person is in a fighter state, they have to it's be simple. Like the analogy of the fist and the fingers, you have to fight. Sometimes shlichus is hard and you have to push. And when you have to push, the regesh that you're feeling is only netzach. In other words, yes, yeah, some place there's ahavah, some place there's rachamim, but in this particular situation, this is a fight and you have to push it through. So this is netzach malchus the feeling that the... Person has is a feeling of upliftedness, of separation from a situation, and the way it plays itself out is in an aggression. You see netzach, you don't see the midavreimimus. And then there's hoicheba malchus. What's hoicheba malchus? Again, the feeling is I'm removed from the situation. But in order to sustain my purpose in this situation, for my place of removal, I have to be stubborn. I want to throw in a I want to throw in a I'm not going to keep it much longer. I want, to, I want to bear with me. I was sent a clip from the former chief rabbi of England, the United Kingdom. Uh, what's his name? Sachs. Jonathan. Rabbi Jonathan Sachs. He was doing an interview with another Jew who's British, who's very secular, whom I recognize. I recognize him from, from other... Other well, other things that I've seen, documentaries I've seen. A, I forgot his name, but he's a, he's a British Jew. I once saw him do a show where he talked about uh, Cromwell letting Jews back into England. And he says, if not for Cromwell, I wouldn't be giving this performance because I'm a British Jew. You know, he, he said publicly that he's Jewish. And uh, they sat on a panel and they talked about Judaism and the future. So Rabbi Sachs brought up his meeting with the Rebbe. It's a, it's a beautiful story how he came and he wanted to leave and the Rebbe made him stay for Rosh Hashanah and they forced him to change his ticket against him, And how moving it was. And this other person whose name is escaping me. Religious well, No, very secular. Stephen cry? No, no. He's a historian. He's a historian. Um, mutters under his breath his displeasure at the mention of the Rebbe. Um... And Sachs goes right on explaining how he watched the Rebbe blow chauffeur and how much it was meaningful to him. And it changed his life. I mean, Jonathan Sachs changed the entire trajectory of his life because of the Rebbe. If you don't see it that way, then you're not seeing it correctly. Any criticism you want to have of Jonathan Sachs has to be put into that context. This man changed his entire life. His entire life. Because the Rebbe encouraged him to. And that's pretty big. It's not pretty big, it's huge. What was he muttering under his breath? What did that guy, that other person sitting on this stage, mutter under his breath? I'm using my words, and of course I have a bias because I'm, I'm a Lubavitchin. I'm, I'm not a third party, yeah? You can hear him? Yeah, you hear what he says. Yeah, yeah, I'm not saying his words verbatim because I remember his words, but the spirit of his words were that Rebbe doesn't play fair. That is not allowed to be part of the conversation. When you talk about the landscape of, of the modern Jew, the post Holocaust Jew, so there's a, there's a, you know, Jews have voice. This one has a voice, this one has a voice, this one has a voice, this one has a voice. The Rebbe is not entitled to a voice. Why? Because he doesn't play fair. What's fair? You sit at the same table and you have a schmooze. The Rebbe doesn't sit with anybody at the table. He creates his own table. Sits in his own house and talks and he wants the whole world to change to him. That's not a debate. He doesn't say those words, but that's basically what he says. The Rebbe doesn't engage. Of course the Rebbe doesn't engage. You know why? Because he doesn't want to play. He wants to create a new stage. Could you imagine if the Rebbe sat with the reformer and the conservative? But the Rebbe felt halachically you're not allowed. But putting that aside, you know what kind of burden that is? In other words, the Rebbe wants to change the Jewish world. How are you going to change the Jewish world if you start out on the seven feet of mud? The Rebbe absolutely didn't pay fair. He's right. He's right. He's absolutely right. His title was, you want to be a voice in the modern Jewish scene? I don't mind that you have a beard. Sit at the table. You make fun of me, I'll make fun of you. You criticize me, I'll criticize you. Now, could the Rebbe win the debate? Of course he could win the debate, but what a waste of time. He is going to fight the establishment of Jew, the modern Jew, which unfortunately is so far from Hashem, Teirosei and Meshiche by starting over. So he says, I, I don't want to, he was very disturbed, Jonathan Sachs, who's a modern man, he was the chief rabbi of England, and he's also a, a graduate of, of the biggest universities in England, he's an academic, he's an intellectual, because the rabbi doesn't play fair, <laughs> the Rebbe didn't play by the rules. What are the rules? Let's argue. I'm not arguing with nobody, I'm doing my own thing, but I'm going to change you. That's the name of us. That's exactly, that's exactly what's, what makes Labavish so special. We're involved in Elam Hazeh, and if, if you leave it to the Rebbe, we would change the entire world. And if you don't understand how that's realistic, take a read in uh, Steinsalz's book. I told you this many times. Steinsaltz has a book called My Rebbe. The very beginning of the book, the very beginning of the book is Mashiach. The very beginning of the book is Mashiach. Because Steinsaltz is such a big head, he sees the reality of changing the whole world. He pushes sees it realistically that you can change the whole world, but you have to have a fat. You have to have a fanem. You have to have a vision. And he, his biggest time is that seen them think like insects compared to the Rebbe. He, he doesn't like. He feels like we're under under representing the Rebbe, and he's right. Of course, he's right. What is? The, we're people. We're not steinzelt steinzelt is a If the Rebbe had a hundred steinzals, he would have changed the world. Shantzals is a giant. Most of us are not steinzals. But the Rebbe wants to change the whole world. But he can change the whole world not by playing fair, by by being merumim. So that's, the he says, Netzach Malchus would be that the Reim shows itself in an aggression. Hoy Malchus means you come to our place, you establish policy, and we don't change our policy for nobody. Finished. We don't change our policy for nobody. If the policy is we don't take goyim, or the policy is if we take a goy into our kindergarten we're going to tell him you should know you're a goy and we're not going to make you a b'mitzvah we're not going to make you a bris you want to study we'll let you sit uh, whatever the policies are these are very controversial things but you have to be made of steel to have that kind of akshonas Your sheba malchus would mean that the emotion of being above the environment in which you is gives you the strength to do what you need to do so it means kashness. You're bound, you're connected to this aboveness. And your connection to the aboveness allows you to do the work that you need to do in the place that you are. Or say it differently, that the feeling of being removed inspires that you can connect to the people you're involved with, and to the environment you're involved with, to change the environment without the environment changing you. So what's malchus shebe malchus? Malchus or malchus means that the inner emotion is a feeling of being removed from the environment in which you're in. And Machashaba means that this feeling shows itself. The people in the community feel that my rabbi is above, is different. Hech, he doesn't only act, he doesn't only behave towards me. is like a, a davins different, he learns different, he has better meetings, he eats different, he sleeps different, he talks different, he walks different, he dresses different. Which leaves us with a question. Is there a fourth way to explain malchus? We're mamish splitting a split here. That's what we're doing here. Yeah. Yesterday we did malchus twice. We assumed that the primary word is an action. And either it's an action of his or it's any kind of action. Today we're assuming malchus is an emotion, right? So what's the alternative? The emotion of action itself. What's the emotion of action itself? The emotion of action itself is prostikabalaseel. The emotion of action itself is a non-emotion. And we'll try to talk about this tomorrow morning, Mitz And as I told you already, don't think that we finish with these mites, we're done. When we say Sfira Sa'emir, the say that is, that you say first Lamaseich Ben Guinness, and then you say right? Correct? Then when you finish saying that, you're supposed to look at each. When you're saying each sfira, you're supposed to look at two words. One word from Maseich Maginnes and one word from Aner Right, last night was 23. So the two words were Tahareim and Ki. What's the problem? That when you meditate on the two words that come along with the Svida, you put Aner before Maseich Maginnes. When you say it, yeah, Hayim, Yim, Shloyche Vesem, then you say Lamechich Maginnes and then you say Aner and then the Ben Shalom. But the Kavona is faket. Even though in the Siddur, the Kavon of the is first, the Kavon first, the is second. There's just, there's so much to study, so much to analyze. and so much room to create nonsense. Okay, I'll see you.